worship team leaves the stage and leaves me up here by myself. I wish I was with him right now. Nick, you got my back. You know. <laughs> I even brought my Bible this morning to thump. How about that? Old school. I say this uh, often when I get a chance to speak, and it is an honor to stand in this place this morning. But if you have a Bible, know where it is. Don't let it gather too much dust. I love my Bible app, and I love being able to come to church and see the words on the screen. But in today's day and age, how do you know they haven't changed? How do you know that somebody on the other end of that decided that's not what it should be and changed that scripture on you? I know that might be a conspiracy theory, but worst has happened. So hold on to your Bibles and go back to it. When you hear the pastor recite a passage, go back to it. If anything else, it will ingrain it in your mind, and it, you also will be able to check the word of whoever is speaking, and that includes me this morning. I want to talk to you about lost and found. Lost and found, not what you think. Have you, uh, have you ever seen a lost and found box? Maybe you've worked somewhere where there's been a collection of lost and found found items. Here is a, a traditional box. Some of these items may look familiar to you. There's an umbrella, sunglasses, um, all kinds of garments. Uh, you have, have you ever lost anything and then found it later? Somebody maybe called you or after some time you discovered it somewhere where you didn't think it was, but it was in the last place that you looked. So now think about that. Now look, here, here is an actual collection of items next of what Uber drivers have found in their car. We've got a whole other way of losing things. Look at this. A wig, donuts, yeah, in the back of an Uber car. A roll of toilet paper. Why? I, I um, Yeah, it's uh, maybe they're going to sell it on the, uh, on the black market. I don't know what. Can anybody tell me what that is up there beside the sore between? A bubble machine? Really? In the back of an Uber car. Uh, some collection of food items up there somebody left their bible and i bet it was a gideon i bet it was and uh, an onion a sword deviled eggs and somebody's dentures somebody's teeth. now that is losing a part of you right there and that's what i want to talk to you about this morning what maybe you have lost of yourself in a wave transit bus here in wilmington a lady left her purse on the bus and they found the ID and called her when she came to collect it all of her things were on a table and then there was her purse and they said we are we have to register and, and inventory anything we find so we had to make sure we, we look over it we know all your stuff is there but just check it out and so when she began to gather the stuff all the bus drivers started to surround the table and we're just watching her and she said what what are you guys doing She's, he said, well, we pulled everything out, and we did try to put everything back in. We just want to see how you did it, how you got all that stuff in your purse. Now, one of the things I want to talk to you about this morning, how much baggage are you carrying? Are you, are you, do you keep stuffing things into that baggage that you're carrying? It's getting heavier and heavier. You need to unload some stuff. My mother carried a hammer in her purse. And it was one of those unscrew-the-handle hammers, and there were screwdrivers. Phillips head. She, she was ready. 
I don't know that it was the armor of God, but she had a tool to take care of anything. But it made her purse heavy. Maybe you've got things that you think you need, but you don't. And you need to get them out of your baggage. I used to be obsessed with finding things that were missing. My wife will tell you, if I wanted to wear a shirt, getting my clothes ready the next day, and I couldn't find that shirt, I would turn the house over looking for that shirt. I had to find, I would spend hours. Am I kidding? You, you know the truth. I hope I've gotten a little better. But you see, I was raised poor. And when you lost something, it meant something. It was a little more valuable when you don't have a lot of things. So I blame it on that. But it was an obsession that I hope I've gotten somewhat over. That's why I can identify with the woman who lost a coin in the Bible. Now this is what I consider a lesser parable because it's kind of lost between two of the parables that you hear about more often. You have the parable of the lost sheep before it. And after it, you have the prodigal son. And the most common view of these parables is that it represents finding the lost and bringing them to Christ. But also, I believe it is about Christians who have lost their way, who have gone astray. For, because you see, in the scripture, the lost sheep was already the shepherd's. It belonged to the shepherd, but it lost its way. He didn't add another sheep to the fold. He went after the one to make it a hundred again. Likewise, the prodigal son belonged to his father, but he left, but he came back. So I believe it's about us who are Christians losing our way as well. Let's look a little closer to the lost coin parable and see how we can be restored back to God if we have lost our way. Again, the lost uh, coin already belonged to the woman, but she couldn't find it. It wasn't doing her any good. The Bible says, or suppose a woman has ten silver coins, or talents, sometimes it is translated, and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? That's why I can identify with her. That, that's me. i got to find it. And when she finds it, she calls her friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me. I have found my lost coin. Now, let me ask you, what if we are that woman? What if one way we can look at that is you are that woman who has lost something in their life? Have you ever thought, I lost a part of myself? I, what, what parts of your life may be missing? What do you need for wholeness this morning? To be complete again, to, complete, to have that complete set of talents coins in this case. Maybe you know where you lost it along the way. Is that better? That better? This better? <laughs> we just lost audio. There you go. Good representation of the sermon this morning. Is that a little better? You okay back there now? All right. Maybe you know where you lost something along the way. Maybe you just have a restless longing to find something 
to serve the Lord with or, or to make you complete in this life. You, you say, I feel like there are parts of myself that have been lost, and, and I wish I could go back and find them. Well, you can. You can probably name some of the lost parts as, uh, as recent wounds. Maybe they've scabbed over, or maybe they're scars from wounds in the past. Can we become whole again? Well, there is a great lesson that this woman in the Bible gives us. If something is missing, clean the house. Clean the house. That's what she did. She began by sweeping the house. What, what is dirty in your life? What junk do you have in the corners and under things that you've been trying to hide? That coin may have been a gift to this woman. Are you using the talent that God gave you? Or is it in a crevice somewhere, gathering dust? Maybe you would rather have another talent or another blessing. Why, why, can't, why can't I play the guitar like Bruce? He's gifted. Why can't I sing like Daryl? That's a gift I want. I'm tired of this, this gift that God gave me. I, I want to do that. I want to be on the stage. Well, first of all, that's coveting. And second of all, God gave you your gift for a reason. When I was a boy, I had a purple Schwinn banana bike. Some of y'all know what that is. It was tricked out with a sissy bar on the back, extended forks, and occasionally even a card in the spokes, man. I was rolling, rolling down the road. That thing, it was all terrain. I could go anywhere, street ready. It was dirt ready. Jumping hills in the woods. Oh, man. And it also had on the handlebar a rearview mirror so I could see you when I passed you. <laughs> Woo! Love that thing. I treated it like a car. I washed it every week. I did. And I brought it inside the house to keep it. And I would not let my friends ride that bike. Uh-uh. They wanted to. But then one Christmas, a friend of mine who was a little older, he got a shiny new 10-speed. Remember when they came along? He got him a big old 10-speed. Oh, man. Suddenly, my purple Schwinn banana bike kind of lost its luster to me. It, did, it didn't hold the value that it once held. And one day, I convinced him to switch with me for the day. All right? Woo! There you go. He was happy. I thought I was happy until I climbed on that 10-speed. I could barely reach the pedals. It was with tiptoes that I had to pedal that thing. I could hardly control it. It was too big for me. And the wheels, those skinny little things, I couldn't take it in the woods, much less jump hills. I was a slipping and sliding. I wanted my gift back. I wanted what was given to me for a reason. Now, later on, when I had grown a little, gotten a little older, and I was ready for a 10-speed, God blessed me with a 10-speed, all right? It was a gift when I was ready. Maybe you need to grow with what you have. Maybe you're not ready for the 10-speed. Maybe God's waiting for you to ride the bike he gave you. Maybe you haven't even got, gotten on that thing. Well, it's time to start pedaling, people, so that you can grow and ride into what God has for you in the future. 
Something bigger is waiting for you if you do that. Now, maybe you once had an anointed gift, but you fear that it's lost because you don't see it anymore or you don't feel it anymore. God, you blessed me with that. I remember feeling that anointing. I knew what I was supposed to do with this, and I didn't, and now I've lost it. That's a lie. The devil is a liar. What does Paul say about that? In Romans chapter 11, verse 29, God's gifts and his call, his anointing, are irrevocable. He does not take those back. They may not be doing you any good right now. And most of all, they may not be doing other people any good. That gift is still in you. That gift is still with you. God wants you to find it and use it again. He has not taken it away. The gifts and the anointing forever. You're still in possession, but like the coin, it's not doing you any good. It holds no value until you use it. Now, once you do find it, and I pray that you do, it's going to be a little dusty. It may have gathered some rust, but it won't take long. It still spins. That coin is still valuable, holds the same value. You just need to dust it off. Lord, here it is. Clean it up, Lord. I know it's a little rusty, but like brakes on a car when it sits in the driveway, you feel that rust on the brake shoes, on the rotors. The more you use it, that rust goes away. Amen? Use it. They say use it or lose it. Not in this case. Use it or you might lose yourself. There is a danger in not using your talents, your gifts for multiplying God's kingdom. You know the parable of the servants who were given talents by their master and one buried his buried it away and this was the result the master said in Matthew 25 and 30 and throw that worthless servant outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth that's the danger of not using the talent the gift the anointing that God has for you you can choose to sit in these seats and not use your blessing or talent and each one of you has a gift maybe it's making banana pudding for Oasis <laughs> amen <laughs> Maybe it's just your influence during the worship service by freely worshiping, letting that which is within you come out. I see that you don't know what an inspiration it is to the worship team to be able to look out and see you with your worship gifts flowing. It comes back to them. Maybe that's your gift for now. Maybe you think, well, I just got a little bit of talent. Well, I had a little bike, but I got a 10-speed. Pedal, people pedal use what you got use what God gave you for those of you who are watching we appreciate you being online with us every Sunday but I got to tell you 
The only thing you're going to find on your couch is lost coins in the cushions. It's time to get up. It's time to get out. Now, I appreciate, again, those who join us. But don't. It, couch potato is not a gift. Amen. If it was, glory, I'd be number one. <laughs> I would appreciate that gift. But it's time to use the gifts that you have, too. It's tough to use them inside your house all the time. Don't let fear bury the gift that you have. Don't let fear make you hide your talents away. Trust in the Lord and bring forth that gift. Now, before we go offline, I want to ask you at home, is it you that's lost? Maybe you were once found, but now you're lost again. Like the sheep, like the coin, like the prodigal son. It's time to be found. It's time to stop hiding. It's time to talk to the Lord this morning. Would you who are in here pray for those who might join me in this prayer? Heavenly Father, I've been running. I have received gifts, and I have felt the anointing in the past, but it's gone. But, Lord, I realize now that it's not really gone. I just need to return to you. Father, I am sorry for turning away from you. Would you accept me, your son, your daughter, your sheep, back into the fold this morning? I pray, Lord, that you would forgive me for my sins. And I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Come to die for my sins and rise again. Thank you, Lord, for accepting me back into your fold. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Now I want to speak to you who are here in the congregation.